We're blessed to start another day, Baruch Hashem, and today we actually begin uh, day one of purity of speech. Baruch Hashem, we finished Shkoyach uh, Rebzev. I don't know how many years we're up to over here, uh, but Rebzev Bader gets the credit because uh, he sent me Pesach a few years ago. I don't know how many years ago it was, three years ago. Zeb sent me a, a shear from her waxman, a story about uh, Lashon Hara. And I said, what am I doing in the yeshiva for Hilchus Lashon Hara? And I said, I'm not doing anything. So from that day, I think, after Pesach, I decided to start doing this every day in yeshiva. So, so we finished. I'm not sure how many times we finished, but to be honest, it doesn't really matter. Because it's not about finishing... Uh, the halachas, it's about doing the halachas every day. So, so what that I finished it, obviously it's, or that we finished it together, uh, it's, it's not about finishing it, just like Masil Sharm is the same thing. It's not about finishing Masil Sharm, it's about learning it um, every day, because we want to remind ourselves, that's all. We want to re- remind ourselves what life is about, because you could forget from yesterday. Yesterday you could have had the greatest clarity of what, about what life is about. 15 minutes ago, you could have had the greatest clarity about what life is about, but 15 minutes later, you have to remind yourself again uh, what life is about. You have to remind yourself, that's, that's the way it works, as the quote that I love, and that's why it's the profile uh, picture for, for the quote chat, and that is that motivation doesn't last, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. So, so too, um, uh, learning and being sensitive uh, to, to other people doesn't last. Uh, working on Hayatzi, working on, working on Hayatzi. Thank you for your inspiration, Yitzi. Motivation doesn't last, either does, either does working on oneself, it doesn't last, and you could have clarity that I'm, not, I'm, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, but you gotta do it daily. And the more a person reminds himself of what life is about, the more a person reminds himself the priorities and the goals of life and what I want out of life, and the more you question yourself and you challenge yourself, the more, um, the more you begin to live the life that you want to live. Because every day you're going to have a Yetzirah. Every day the Yetzirah comes and wants to distract us. That's something that we have to remember Yitzhahara wants to distract us from our mission in life. The world distracts us from our uh, uh, mission of the world. That's, that's, that's part of why we're put down in this world. Hashem throws our neshama with our body in this, in this funny world, in this silly world. And he wants, and the Yitzhahara wants to distract us. Yitzhahara wants us to, to forget what our mission is. What's my mission in life? And, he, and again, I have my mission yesterday, i got to have it to remind myself of my mission today. And with that, we begin the introduction. Question, comments on that? And then we begin the introduction. Any question, comments? Okay, so we begin day one. Day one, page 17, uh, the introduction. It has the power to ruin a business... It has the power to tear a family apart, to destroy Shalom Bayis. Which weapon has such power? Words. Yes. When used improperly, words have the power to cause irreversible damage. Yet there is another side to the coin. Thank you so much. It's interesting. My, uh, thank you very much. My, uh, I, I made a bracha before, so uh, that's why I'm not going to make a bracha now. It was funny, my, my son told me last night when we were um, eating dinner, so my nine-year-old said to me, it's funny that he said this, he says, Tati, he says, I had a knife. He says, Tati, if there were no knives in the world, there probably would be no war. That's what he says, if there were no knives. And, and then he says, oh, probably also if there were no uh, bullets and no this, you know. So I said, yeah, I said, 100% right, right? It says that, uh, that um, 
that um, uh, there will come a time. But what's Lo Yisa Goy El Goy, right? Cherev, Veloy Milchama, right? There won't be any war because there'll be no sword against one another. And we were talking about it. We were just talking about that. I said that's why the Mizbeach, it's brought down, that you're not allowed to use metal to cut the Mizbeach, right? There's an Isser because the Mizbeach lengthens someone's life and a sword uh, shortens someone's life. That's what Chazal tells us, why you're not allowed to use a sword for the Mizbeach because it's a paradox. Um, um, so I was saying a sword uh, is also your... Cherev uh, pipios, right? A sword is worse if you speak. You could kill someone with your speech, right? A person's mouth is more dam is more damaging to a person than than a physical sword. You know, obviously you could kill someone with a uh, with a bat. You could kill someone with with uh, with something physical, but you could but but that's only their body. You could destroy uh, a person's. Um, you know, essence of who he is through your words, through how a person speaks. If you speak, right, a person, that, 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 that's what the Basil Sharm starts off by saying. You can go ahead and you can literally, and what we say to ourselves is the same exact thing. When you tell yourself something negative about yourself, it's very, 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 very damaging. Very damaging. Especially, and a lot of people have this, especially if your love language is words of affirmation. If your love language, right, there are five, just to do a little chazara, right, there are five love languages. There are five ways where we connect to love. One of them is someone says, I love you. Wow, that feels good. Someone does an act of kindness to you. Thank you. Someone buys you a gift. Amazing. Someone gives you a hug. That's number four. Number five, right, is someone, um, what did I miss? Acts of service. Someone does something, quality time. Someone spends time with you. That's the fifth one. And each and every one of us have more of a connection to, um, to a few of them. So if you're dominant, love, they're all love language. We all talk and listen to, to all five of them, but some of them are more dominant. And if your love language in speech, words of affirmation is very strong, so if you tell yourself negative things, and you tell yourself, oh gosh, you're stupid. Oh gosh, uh, I'll never be successful. Oh my goodness. And there's a subconscious uh, um, record playing in our brains of how we view ourselves. If a person would change his subconscious, which is possible for a person to do, it takes time. But if a person would, that's where we talk about affirmations. If a person would learn to, to uproot uproot all of his negative thinking and then he would just... Now, it doesn't mean that you can't sometimes think negative. You could think negative sometimes. But the question is, what's the thought after you're thinking negative? Right? Something happens that's negative. What's my thought after I'm negative? Is my thought after I'm negative, oh my goodness, I'm being so negative and you beat yourself up for being negative? Or if you get angry, what's your thought after you get angry? What's your thought after you do something stupid? That's, that's the question you want to ask yourself. Not, not doing something, not that someone bothers you and now you feel negative. Not that someone, you look at someone and they look and you judge them. That's, that's a very normal thing. The question is, what is the thought that comes after that? It's like the tzaddikim say, the Yitzhahar doesn't want you to do an Avera. That's not his goal. His goal is not for you to do an Avera. Because people mess up. People do things wrong. It's what are you feeling after you did the Avera? What do you think about yourself after you did the Avera? Do you say, you know what? Let's get up. You know, I'm human. I'm, I'm young. This is going to take me time. Let me have patience with myself. You know, and you're nice to yourself. Or you uh, beat yourself up even more. And basically, more or less, the Yetzirah is always going to... Um, Yetzirah, if you want to know what Yetzirah equals, Yetzirah always equals negativity, negativity, negativity. That's the Yetzirah. Yetzirah is one big ball of negativity. What you can accomplish, what you can't be successful in, what you are lacking in, where your weakness is, 
Yitzhahara always goes to the weakest link of who you are. The Nachash Afar Lachmo. The Nachash who represents the Yitzhahara is always hanging out in the dirt. He's always hanging out in the dust and in the dirt. That's the way the Yitzhahara operates. Okay. Question, comments, and then we'll do the, the first halach over here. Please. Question, comments, please, please, please. Yeah. Mayor. Someone. Simple. Yeah. Comments from Ackerman. Okay. I'll do that lacha. I don't mind doing that lacha. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Makes sense. It's, uh, it's yeah. good with, uh, I feel like the Kaiser, well, uh, Sometimes uh, I feel like we're not good enough to come before Hashem. I'm too dirty, I'm too broken, I made this mistake, I made that mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think that what Rebbe's saying that it's not about the mistake of exactly. the mistake that we made, but about what we do after. Um, I think that that's proven by Rosh Hashanah. Because otherwise, why did Hashem give it to us? If I wasn't supposed to make a mistake, or I wasn't supposed to come talk to Hashem about what's going on in my life, so then there would be no Rosh Hashanah. It shouldn't be here in the first place. Beautiful. The answer is that that's the exact point when I come close. Beautiful, beautiful. 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 And just to answer, Mayor, Mayor just answered the famous question. What's the question? Why is Rosh Hashanah before Yom Kippur? Right? You would think, cleanse us. Right? Give me Yom Kippur. Give me cleansing. And then let me start a new year. Why am I starting a new year while I'm still uh, holding on to all these... Uh, Averos because that's the fact person's holding on only after we go through a Yom Kippur are we cleansed from our Averos but according to what Mayor is saying it's beautiful because that's not the point the point is not oh when am I going to begin living my life I'm only going to begin living my life once I don't do anything wrong no I do things wrong. Not you're not proud to say oh, I'm proud that I do things wrong, but I'm human, so I do things wrong. I'm going to make mistakes, right? Uh, you, it, people who are who are growing are constantly making mistakes because you're covering new ground. People like to stay comfortable, and they say like to stay comfortable, so they stay in their same mistakes. They stay in their same problems. Because they don't want new problems. They don't want to deal with... Because they can't... It's something that people have. Usually a perfectionist is, can suffer a lot from depression and doesn't do anything. He's too perfect. So I don't end up doing anything. Why? What's the shot? The shot is because I'm not allowed to mess up. I don't want to get into a relationship with someone because it might not work out. I don't want to start this job because I might get fired. I don't want to do this because all these things that might go wrong. But when you live your life and you say, you know what? It could be things will go wrong. I always say that. Somebody who's a risk taker is someone who's not afraid to fail. If you're not afraid to fail, you will try anything. If you're afraid to fail, then you won't try anything. That's the line. I remember my father, used to say it's one of my favorite lines. Better to try and fail than to fail to try. Because at least I tried it and at least I failed, but at least I tried it. As opposed to, I wish I would've, I wish I would've, I wish I would've. And that's really why Rosh Hashanah comes before Yom Kippur. The reason Rosh Hashanah comes before Yom Kippur is because it's about taking action. It's about saying that I'm here. I'm here with my weaknesses. I'm here with my deficiencies. I'm here with my last year of, of messing up. And I'm here with that. You like sort of stand before Hashem. I mean, we'll talk about it more on Rosh Hashanah. But you stand before Hashem and you say, I stand before you to serve you even though I am limping. Or even though I might not be able to serve you properly. As far as cleansing me, right? Okay, that's something we'll deal with later. But that's not the goal of life. The goal of life is not, is not, to, not, is not to not mess up. It's not the goal of life. Hashem didn't put us in the, in the world. Otherwise, He would have made us either angels or He would have made us animals. That's what Hashem would have done. Either or. Because animals can't really mess up. Animals don't do things wrong. Animals do what, they, what animals do. A bird. When's the last time you saw a bird something, do something wrong? 
right? Uh, or an animal doing, making a mistake. Animals don't make mistakes. Angels don't make mistakes. So Hashem could have cre- created you and made you into an angel, or He could made made you into a, you know, into a uh, hamster, right? But Baruch Hashem, He didn't do that. He made you into a person, and a person's going to make mistakes, which 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 fits very good with lashon hara. Because the only reason we get upset at people, right? It's a projection. The only reason we don't like someone is because that person is uh, has things wrong with him. Now let's make the let's let's make the the diuk, How do you say the, the deduction? He does something wrong, and this guy is self-centered, and this guy has this problem. This guy, and ready? Here's the deduction. Me, but me. What about you? You 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 don't have any deficiencies, right? Don't judge me. Don't judge me because we sin differently. It's one of my favorite lines from my close friend Mike Dew. Don't judge me because we sin differently. Everybody has shortcomings. Everybody messes up. Everybody makes mistakes, okay? So he made a mistake too. He made a mistake too. I make mistakes, we all make mistakes. That's where Lashon Hara begins. Okay, thank you, Mayor. Yes? Last night, um, in terms of ways you were talking about the difference between acceptance and, um, and uh, acceptance and acceptance and approval. Right. And you were saying that how do you, how do you accept somebody who, help me if I'm wrong, uh, you, uh, you look at them and you, you say, if I, was, if I went through every one of their challenges, right? if I had their life, then I would do that. Correct. 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 So what? So that he's saying that. Right. Exactly. Right. If you were them, you would do the same thing. Correct. Correct. Beautiful. That's what happens when you're a grandfather and you're someone who sits in the silchisharim to work on yourself. Work on yourself. We should all be zocha to. Uh, to always be working on ourselves, no matter how old we are. It's not about, okay, I'm in yeshiva, so I gotta work on myself, because that's what we're doing in yeshiva. This is life, this is life. Uh, if, you're, if you don't work on yourself, you're not gonna work on yourself. If you don't begin your journey of working on yourself, you're gonna be married with four kids, not working on yourself. If you're angry now, you will be angry when you have your kids, your wife and your kids, you'll be more angry. You'll be more angry. You'll be more lazy, I know it sounds uh, funny to say that, but that's the way it works. Yeah, there are a lot of things that you work on when you have responsibility. There are a lot of things that change, that marriage and getting a job helps, but that more on, on, on different levels, on a lot of things that it brings out even worse within oneself. A lot of things it's very helpful with, but in, in deeper issues that a person has, it, um, it only strengthens and brings out more the deeper issues that a person has. So the more a person learns to be somebody who's in the lane and in the uh, uh, road of working on yourself. If you're working on yourself and you're going to, whether it's going to therapy, whether it's um, having a close friend, uh, or a Rebbe or someone who you are, who are you, you're getting in there with the person and you're open to, to work on yourself, that's when you begin your life. Until then, so a person is sort of you know, playing it safe. And if you're going to play it safe, um, you're, gonna, you're not, you're not, you're not going to get anywhere if you play it safe. Don't be too careful. You might get a hurt. Right, right. Okay. That's a good one. It's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're good? Now let's learn some, uh, some halacha. What is Lashon Hara? Yes. Oh, uh, Chaim Yankel. Just the line that Rabbi always says that he hasn't said it today. That what? The, uh, one of the lines that Rabbi always says that he hasn't said it today. Um, the certain people would rather the certainty of, of misery than the uncertainty of... Than the, the misery. Very good. I love that one. I love that one. I love that one. That's true. Right. A person would rather have the, the 
uh, certainty of misery, which means I'm comfortable being miserable. Then being miserably, uh, I'm not sure what's going on. That's why we don't like to grow and, and change, because we then become uncertain. So I'd rather know, you know my shortcomings, and I'd rather know everything that I'm dealing with and the, and the territory I'm familiar. I'm familiar with the fact that I don't like this person. I'm familiar with the, from the fact that I get triggered by this person. I'm familiar with that. I don't want to cover ground, because when I cover ground, I'm going to get to new territory. And new territory, new terrain, is very, very scary. It's very scary, but at the same time, that's what life is about. Right? Life is about new challenges. New challenges. Life is not about, right? people say, oh, okay, last year. Everyone likes talking about last year. Last year. Uh, this is what we did last year. This is where I was last year. This is what I did last year. This is what we did, especially when you graduate high school. High school, some people, they just love hanging out and talking about high school. This is what we did in high school, right? Count how many times you think about high school. So based on how many times, and it's hard to hear, especially for the new, you know, first-year guys or guys who are, you know, moving forward. So it's like, okay, I'm, I, what do I do now? Now I have a whole life in front of me, and it's scary. What do you mean? i got to hold on to my past. i got to hold on to it, because if I don't, then I have this scary future in front of me. And the answer to that is, that's great. If you're afraid of your future, that's a good sign. It's a very good sign if you're afraid of your future. It means you you got serious things that you're, you want to do. It means you are uh, taking yourself seriously. And there is, and there is what to be afraid of. There's what to be afraid of. But the question is, what do I now do? Do I stay under the covers and I hide behind my, my uh, entertainment system and my mall, my mini mall? Is that what I hide behind? My mini arcade, uh, my mini, um, you know, uh, whatever, you, right? We gotta get a good name for this. I don't wanna call it Blina, they're trying to help me. I don't wanna call it a phone anymore because the last thing that it is is a phone. I don't think anybody uses it as a phone. It's a entertainment system. It's a, I don't know what it is. A what? A what? What's a PZ? Nah, that's only one thing. That's not true. That's not true. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's, only, that's only one aspect of it. There, there, there are a hundred more aspects of it. Right? It's a more. All right, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. The point is, the point is, the point is, is that it's an. The point is, is that we we like the entertainment system and the mini mall because because it, it keeps me away from from my fears, right? I can hide behind this my whole day, right? But back, just to share with you, back in my day, I'm saying when I was your age, so so we, we were stuck. There are no phones. <laughs> you just had to face yourself if you were in pain. Not that we faced ourselves, but what, 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 were, what, what was my option? I mean, what could you do already? I had to talk to my roommate. I had to talk to the guy next to me. I had to deal with, with I had to deal with it. I don't know if I did deal with it, but I, but I was forced to deal with it, right? If, if I had a mall in my pocket that I could pull out whenever I want, so then why would I deal with my anxiety? I could just, you know, press an app, you know, that, that do they have an app that's called get rid of your anxiety? I guess that, that is what an app is. Right? You just press the app and then you're, you're out, you're, you're somewhere else. I don't have to deal with it. And if you started doing that at 13 years old, at 10 years old, so then you never really ever had any training. Never, it's not your fault, it's nobody's fault. No one's to blame. But when you were, if you were 13 years old, 8 years old, 10 years old, and your parents were fighting, or you came home from a bad day, and you were angry, or your brother beat you up, or you were whatever you were dealing with, whatever you were dealing with, or your teacher, whatever, whatever situation you were in, and then you, you, you had terrible, terrible feelings, you never had to deal with those feelings. All you did was play Angry Birds instead, or you, or you played... Uh, Whatever, I don't know if that's an outdated game. You played, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? Call of Duty. Why, why should I deal with that? I'll play Call of Duty for seven hours. 
right? And I'll be honest with you, I would do the same exact thing. I would do the same exact thing. Why would I want to deal with these terrible feelings that I have about myself? Why would I want to deal with that? The answer is, now, great. That's what you did when you were 13. That's what you did when you were 15. That's what maybe what you did when you were 8. Question is, are you going to do that when you're 25? Because there are people who do that when they're 25 and they're 30 and they're 35. They will be doing that. So it's not, it's not so crazy to think that that's where we're headed. Okay. Beautiful. It's so good to talk about life and to talk the truth and to say what's really reality. It's so good. It feels so good. I don't know. At least for me. I don't know how it feels for everybody else. It feels good to remind ourselves what life is about. Yes, Yehuda. Right. say you didn't have it, what would you do? say that that is true, Mati, there are different levels, but I do want to say for this generation, for people who want to be even more successful, is that even the daily, uh, that that's what I want to do, is also something you want to uh, question yourself on. Meaning, yes, Mati's categorizing uh, <coughs> stress levels and unwinding. One is escaping, which is terrible, and the other one is unwinding. But they're also, you're unwinding is not going to work if you don't unwind properly. So the entertainment system, right, is very, very dangerous because it gives the lure of unwinding when you don't really unwind. You need to process, people need to process. When people don't process, things stick with them the whole time. It sticks with you and it doesn't go away. As Mayer has said, and it's such a powerful line, right, that, um, uh, again, I don't know why I can't remember if it's so powerful. That secrets keep us sick. Secrets keep us sick. Secrets keep us sick. Now, like this. Secrets keep us sick doesn't just mean a dark secret that you have. It doesn't have to be the extreme of uh, something happened to me when I was, you know, four years old or seven years old, and that secret, that for sure will keep me sick. But, but secrets keep me sick also means communication and talking and saying, how are you? How was your day? Right? How, you know, God willing, when you'll, you know, and, and this happens. I've, I've caught myself doing this. I've caught myself in this scene where, where I'm, 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 I'm going out with my wife and I'm with my wife and I'll catch myself sometimes. I'll be like, if I'm on the phone and she's on the phone, and I'm like, we're both on the phone together, and I'm like, like, let's, you know, you know, now, now, that's naturally what happens in the world that we live because of the, you know, the device that we have. But you want to catch yourself as much as you can to say, am I, am I emptying, am I emptying, am I pouring out what's going on in my day? Am I talking? The more a person will empty out what's inside of him, the healthier you become. The more you learn to, now again, I'm not saying extreme to never touch your entertainment system, right? That's probably the level you want to get to one day. But the point is, is that, is that if you are able to talk to somebody, 
if you're able, right? It used to be we went on a, when you would go on a, on a, on a car, on a road trip, right? Next time you go in a car with five different people, right? Are you all there or everybody is somewhere else? There's a very powerful uh, energy when two people are talking to each other and connecting to each other and you're able to express yourself you're able to listen to the other person face to face. So if Yehuda's asking and Mati's suggesting, right? So what do I do instead, right? So what, what do you do instead? What, what would a person do? Would I go to the beach? Would I go jogging? Would I have longer, deeper conversations? Would I have conversations with myself? Would I actually maybe start journaling? Imagine if you start journaling when you get home. Imagine the level of, of sanity and strength and happiness that a person <coughs> can experience. So, yeah, amazing. We sell ourselves short. That's what we do. The world has made us into, uh, you know what the world did with this? The world beat us. They did. They beat us. It's not over yet, but they're beating us. Because the world, what it did was, is that we all are, are um, hypnotized. And we're all bought. We bought, we bought them financially. They, 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 uh, they were successful. They were successful in stealing your brain and stealing your heart. They took a, they, they, they created an entertainment system. One of the first things people do when they want to uh, get in touch with themselves. You know, if you go to any program that people are hurting and people are suffering, right? I, I, this summer I was blessed to uh, a few guys from Yeshiva Baruch Hashem who are doing amazing, were blessed to, uh, to cleanse themselves, right? It's one of the things Hashem, this year that we're doing in yeshiva, right? Everyone can spread, spread the word. Um, it's one of the things that I'm uh, changing in this yeshiva that we're going to work on together, and that is that uh, we we we're going to become a clean yeshiva. We're become, we're going to become a yeshiva that drugs and alcohol and escapism of watching things is is you're a loser. Now I'm sorry to say that because nobody, God forbid, is a loser. But, but it's not cool to do drugs. It's not cool to get drunk. And it's not cool to be on your phone all day. You are immature. It means you're looking to escape. It means you're not facing reality. Now it's difficult. I'm not judging anyone. It's difficult to be someone who is in reality. But, but this um, area and this campus and this yeshiva is proud and very proud to promote and to, to live uh, healthy and to live life because there's, a, there's enough people who are not living life, unfortunately. There are enough uh, problems that when people get married and they hit a brick wall and they say, oh my goodness, who am I? What am I? What did I do? Where am I? I, I, was, this, this, I was led to this because a few guys from Yeshiva went to uh, detox and are actually now still sober and doing incredible, incredible, incredible. And one of the first things that happens when you go to, to these places, right? And people say, oh yeah, that's for them. It's not for me. You know what? I spent a month there with them, maybe more than a month. I wasn't there as a residential, I wasn't there in treatment, but I visited them all the time and I was there. And it made a profound effect on me. You know why it made a profound effect on me? It made an effect on me because, because you go in there and there are no phones, no one's allowed to be on their phone, no one's allowed to do, right, to, to be connected to the, you know, to the lovely outside world. Right, that's destroying everybody. And what, what was it? It's a place where automatically you need to face yourself. You need to face yourself. There was a guy when I was there who was alone, sitting in a corner, and they said, 
they said, oh, I wanted to say hi to him. They said, no, 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 because I, I came off in there. I came there a lot, so I knew the guy. They're like, no, 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 you can't talk to him. I'm like, why can't I talk to him? They say, oh, well, uh, for the next, I don't know, two days, or whatever it is, he's not allowed to talk to anybody for two days, right? What does he have to do? He has to sit with himself, with a notebook, and he has to learn to get in touch with himself. He has to learn, so you're forced. And it's like the biggest blessing. I'm like, I wish someone could do that to me. I wish I could go to a, to a place. I remember one of my, my Rebbeim, I remember Rabbi Steinwitzel once told me, he says that if a person would sit on an island for a month or two by himself, and he would sit there with a notebook, I'm talking about one of us, would sit there with a notebook just alone, and he would have no contact with anybody, and he was there alone, okay, and he had food, he had whatever it is, he would come to change his life. The reason we don't change our lives is because, you know, okay, we had a shear, it's great, now it's distraction time. Now it's time for me to get distracted from who I am, from what I want to do, but when you're constantly in touch with yourself, and you're forced to be in touch with yourself, something that people be have never, ever, ever, ever done. Never done in their life. And then they think, oh, and then I'm gonna do it when I'm married? You're not gonna do it when you're married. Because your wife is gonna be busy being distracted with her thing, and you'll be busy being distracted with your thing. And then you have a few kids, and then you wake up, you know, seven years, 10 years of marriage, and you're still drinking, you're still smoking, you're still, uh, you still have your anger problems, but now you just have more problems built on that, as opposed to being someone who knows how to communicate, knows how to have conversations, knows how to feel the feelings I'm having, and knows how to live a life. Okay, question, comments on that one. Please, Yehuda. Uh, so, it's still a little bit connected to talk more privately about it, that's a uh, defense mechanism, um, and it's scary, and uh, it comes from laziness, and it comes from fear, and I don't, I don't know what I'm going to get with that. I'd rather have the uh, certainty of misery than the misery of uncertainty. That's, that's what it comes down to. I'd rather be, be comfortably uh, average, I'd rather be comfortably average. I'm comfortable being average. I don't have to take risks. I don't have to do anything. It's much easier not to have a family. It's much easier not to be married. It's much easier not to be successful. I'd rather just flip burgers at McDonald's. Not, nothing wrong with people who flip burgers at McDonald's. I'm saying that's not, you know, that's, if that's your aspirations, you know, again, if you want to work in a restaurant, that's, that's great. What? What? That's easier for them too. What do you mean that what? That's easier for those people too. They also have a hard life. So. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm not. I'm not judging someone. I'm saying it's harder. It's harder to have you know a thousand employees than it is to to not have a job, right? It's harder. It's harder. Yeah, of course. It's harder to 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 be busy and to be working and to have responsibilities than it is not to have responsibilities. It's much easier to, to sit in bed and be on your phone all day than it is to uh, work and, 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 and to face life. Now, are the results, are, are, the, are the benefits that you'll get from it afterwards much better? Of course. Are you happier when you work hard? Of course. Are there, are there a lot of benefits that you get? But what's more comfortable, what's quote-unquote easier, quote-unquote easier, is to do nothing much easier to be mediocre. Why is it, what's, what's so hard? 
It's not so hard to just do, do not. It's hard to work on your, on your anger. It's much easier just to blow up and get angry. Now again, are the results of that much worse? Of course, of course it's worse. Right? Choose your heart. Choose your heart. Getting divorced is also very hard. And creating a good marriage is also hard, right? But it is harder to work on yourself. It is hard. That's why most people don't work on themselves. Right? Most people go with the flow because it's much easier to, to go. Most people resist. That's where resistance comes in. That's the answer, Yehuda. It's easier. I don't want to do it. I'm not interested. It's harder to be. Rabbi Ackerman sat for eight years, seven and a half years, sitting in a base measures with a person who locked himself in a room, in a, in a thing, and learned for seven and a half years going through Shulchan You mentioned, anyone mentioned a sif, a sif a simon in Shulchan Aruch. And I'll tell you, here, we're doing today. I'm going to test him publicly. He's getting nervous. He's probably getting excited. He's not getting nervous. Right? If I say simon in Arachayim, Shin, I think we're doing Shin Lamed Tess. It's a, it's a random thing. A lot of other things. Right? So he just got right. right. What, because he's a, he's a genius? He's not a genius. He's not a genius. How can I mention Simon Shin Lamates? And if I mention Ebenezer, right? Whole new aspect. Right? But what's the shot? How does that happen? You know how that happens? Because when you sit for seven and a half years and you do something, that's how it happens. He didn't Google it right now under the table. Right? What do I need to sit for seven and a half years? What do I need to be a doctor for? I could just Google the symptoms that I have, right? Someone, right? If you thought like that, you'd be... So how do you have a great relationship with yourself? That's harder. That's harder than knowing Simon Shin Lamentes. It's harder to have a great relationship with yourself. It's harder to have a, 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 a great marriage. It's harder to have a great relationship with Hashem. It's harder... Because it takes work. But the benefits are life. It's life and death. The benefits are, are you alive? Are you on this world for however long you're on this world? None of us know how long we're on this world. I said this before. A 20-year-old who says he's got time. I'm only 20. That's assuming that he's living till 80. (coughs) But let's say he's not living till 80. So you get a 40-year-old and a 20-year-old. And you look at the 40-year-old, and you're like, ha that 40-year-old, right, I got 20 years on him. Yeah, but that 40-year-old might live till 80, and you might live till 60. So you're really at the same stage, at the same exact years. You think you're living a certain age, how do you know how long you're going to live? You have no idea how long you're going to live. So if you end up living only till 60, then you're already 40 years old. If a 40-year-old is going to live till 80, go think about that one. So you think you got you think you got all the time in the world? Where's all the time in the world? That's forget about Rahman Litzlan, right? Hashem Yirachim. Hashem Yirachim. That's that's if you make it till sixty. That's people don't make Shalom. but I'm saying people don't sixty is right. Every year is a gift from Hashem. Every year that a person lives is uh, don't take for granted. You have no idea. Right there, I can name on my on my hands, it's sad to say, in the last couple weeks people who I was close with who passed away. You all know as well. That's real. It doesn't get more real than that. Yes? So it's true that it's uh, scary to live this life? But what I, what I find from experience is like it's kind of like a shadow. And like, you look at it like the, like, you know, looking inside from like large parts is like a shadow. And our awareness is like a flashlight. So again, so the shadow, the shadow is what? The shadow is like the dark parts of ourselves. We don't want to look at that. We don't want to look at it. Nice. But our awareness is like a flashlight. And what our awareness is a flashlight. Beautiful. So when you like it, beautiful. Beautiful. And that's, that's similar, I think, tell me if I'm getting it right, is similar to what Mayer is saying, is that um, secrets get you sicker. Did I say it right? Uh, uh, no. Our secrets keep us sick. Our secrets, our secrets keep us sick. 
I don't know why I have a mental block on it. Maybe I have a lot of secrets that are keeping me sick. So I'm, uh, I got to deal with that. I got to figure that one out. Our secrets keep us sick. Right, so so it's a little bit similar, I think. To, yeah, is that similar to what you're saying? Is that when you when you have these dark sides of you, sides that you don't like about yourself, so you want to you don't want to deal with them. None of us want to deal with them. But the more we learn to to uh, shine light on them and to be aware of them and to expose them, that uh, very good. That's the irony. The irony is is that when we escape through drugs, when we escape through alcohol, when we escape through watching things, when we escape through spending time on our entertainment system, what that does is, is that it takes away the light and the awareness of the dark things that I have inside of me. And we think that I'm, that I'm helping myself by, by hiding and not dealing with it. We think that, oh, I need to run away because I can't deal with the, with the dark shadows. And what Simcha is saying is that it's the exact opposite. When you don't run away and you deal with it, that's how it heals it. That's how it is dealt with, right? Is that what you're saying? Beautiful, amazing. Wow, we're so blessed to be here. Okay, let's learn a little Masil Sisharim for a minute or two. Oh, I love it. Amazing. Baruch Hashem. We're so blessed. We're so blessed to be together where we could talk about these things. We're so blessed to talk about reality because authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health, comes when one is connected to reality. When you're not running away from reality. That's how you become happy. That's how you become healthy. Love it. Shem will help us all. We'll be zocha not to focus on anybody else. Let's focus on ourselves. Let's spend the time uh, with, with ourselves, about ourselves, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Okay. Um, let me see where we can just... Um, okay, I'll read a ton of... Let's learn a ton of Belio that the Mesil Sharm brings in the end of Chasidus. Listen to this Tanit Be'elio. Tanit Be'elio says, Kol Chacham Yisrael. Ready? Yesh Bo Dvar Torah Lamito. A person is, uh, is, learns Torah and he's honest in his learning. Uh, it's simple meaning. You're honest with yourself in learning. You're not trying, you're not trying to sound good. You're not trying to fake things. That means if you have trouble reading the line, you read the line. That's it. You try to understand, right? There's no, there's no question in learning that's not a good question. Any question you have when you're learning is a good question. Because it bothers you. It bothers you. If something bothers you, it's a good question. And you're someone who cares about God. Right? You're someone who, who grieves on the honor of the Jewish people. You think about Mashiach. And the honor of the Beis Hamikdash, and all of these things, your zocha leruach hakodesh. What does that mean? Your zocha to ruach hakodesh. If you look at what 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 the Tanabilio says, is that you're not focused and you're not a selfish person. There's a big difference between self care and being self selfish. Most people who are selfish don't have self care. They don't care for themselves. So. Therefore, they're, they're selfish. A person who's able to give to somebody is someone who is, has a lot. When you build yourself up and you write, you can only give what you have. People who give hate, have hate. People who give negativity, have negativity. People who give love, have love. I have love to give. And if a person builds himself up and a person learns to love himself and a person learns to care for himself, and a person learns, like we've been saying, to focus on himself, then you can begin turning your lens to other people, and you can help other people. Also, by helping other people, when a person helps other people, you also feel good. A lot of times a person feels good if he helps other people, and he helps someone who's less fortunate than him, but you want to feel good about yourself, 
especially that that's why we're here in yeshiva. The goal of being in this yeshiva, especially in our yeshiva, it's like, it's like a seminar. It's like a one long, I was speaking to Rabbi Yomtev Glazer last night, because he's doing the seminar, and he says, and I'm proud, I'm proud to say it, he says, this is the only yeshiva that's doing the seminar, that will do the seminar. It's like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Do the seminar all year. What does that mean? Do the seminar all year. That's what we're all about. Why are we not? Well, well, what are you going to say? It's Bittal Torah to do a seminar. So, so think about it. It's Bittal Torah, right? To go ahead and say, I'm working on myself and I'm learning Musr and I'm trying to understand myself. I've never heard something so crazy in my life. It's absolutely crazy. What does that mean? You're working on yourself. The whole purpose of learning Torah is to, is to help you work on yourself and to help you become a better person, to help your midas, right? We just learned it from the Gurah, right? The Gurah says you got to work on yourself and work on yourself and understand yourself. That's what, that's what we're here to do. Everybody is here to work on yourself and to understand yourself, to know who you are, to know what life is about. Okay, Hashem will help each and every one of us. Question, comments on this? I said it a little bit uh, vaguely. Any question, comments as we wrap up? Yes. Yes. I'm listening. Self between. There's no. Seeing Gemara's around, I'm saying, there's no, Yuda, come on. Yuda, Yuda's been, first of all, this, this man over here sitting here has been sitting in the shear. This is his sixth, six years, guys. Six years sitting and asking questions. Six years. And no wonder, no wonder he's happily married. No wonder he's successful in learning. No wonder he's going to be a, a great therapist, Rebbe, Mashpia of the Jewish people. Why? Because he works on himself. Because when you sit for six years and you ask questions, you ask questions like he's asking, and he's a smart guy. Yehuda's not like, uh, Yehuda, by six years you should have gotten it. Right? The answer is it's not about getting it. It's not about getting it. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got to love my wife. I got it. Okay, I got to love my wife. No! You got to tell yourself every day that you got to love your wife. I got to learn to be happy. I got it. I now know I got to be happy. No, every day you got to remind yourself, I got to learn to be happy. Oh, I got to get off of my stupid entertainment system that's ruining my life. That's ruining my life. There's no, nothing to talk about. I'm, doing, I'm, 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 I'm saying yes to everything that's ruining my life. Every day you got to say that. Every day you got to remind yourself. Sorry, what was your question? You, I got distracted. What was your question? Oh, the fine line. There's no fine line. You do everything you got to do to know yourself. You do everything you got to do to know yourself. Yes, and you have to learn Torah to know yourself. Torah is light. What, what are you supposed to know? You know yourself, what do you know? What, what do we know what we're supposed to do? How am I supposed to know how... how to, who's teaching... This is, a, this is... I love this line. Ready? Here's my line that I love. Who's teaching you... And where are you getting your information from about life? From Netflix? No, I'm being serious. How do you know how to be a good husband? From Netflix? How do you learn how to be a good husband? How do you learn how to be a good uh, Jew? From, from, uh, from, uh, from, from YouTube? You Google it? How, how am I supposed to know how to live my life? That's why we have a Torah. Or a Hashem. Otherwise I'd be... Otherwise, what am I supposed to do? Otherwise, marry a dog. I'm being serious. Without the Torah, marry a dog. Why can't I? I like dogs. A male dog, too. Why not? Why can't I do that? That makes me happy. How am I, how am I supposed to know what I'm supposed to do? How am I supposed to know how to live my life? Am I supposed to be smile? Am I not supposed to smile? Am I supposed to this? How am I supposed to know how to do it? If I don't have the Torah, you know nothing. Especially if you're a Jew. If you're a Christian and you're a Muslim, I'd say, go, go be a Christian, go be a Muslim. What do you want from me? Sorry, you're born Jewish. Your mother's Jewish. 
your father's Jewish, and even if your mother, you're, you're a convert, whatever, whatever situation is, you're a Jew. Tough. Deal with it. Now that you're a Jew, learn about Judaism. Right? I've had that. I love when people ask me that question. Well, Judaism. Let's talk about Christianity. So go be a Christian. What do you want from me? I don't know. Go, go read the, 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 the New Testament. I don't know. Why, why read the New Testament? Why don't you first read the Old Testament? You don't even know the Old Testament. Oh, Muslim. Go be a Muslim. I will drop you off in Gaza. Go be a Muslim. What do you want from me? I mean, serious. I mean that 100%. Someone wants to be a Muslim. Go for it. I don't know. What do you want from me? You're Jewish. I don't know. So figure out. Learn about Judaism. Learn what Shabbos is. You don't even know how to spell Shabbos. It's not, I'm not saying that, God forbid, to, to offend anybody. I'm saying, what do you know? We don't, we don't know anything. So Yehuda's asking, what's the fine line between learning Torah and knowing yourself? It's not a fine line. It's the same line. Part of knowing yourself is knowing what is a Jew? What is a Jew in this world for? What is a Jew? You know what? Read the book. Get ready for this for everyone who's going to get... Who, right? you'll, you'll love this one. Read a book called History of the Jews. It's a textbook like this fat by a Christian and his name is Paul Johnson. Believe it or not. Go read that book. It's an incredible book about the Jewish people. It's an incredible book about what the Jews have gone through and the history and the persecutions. And then you'll say, wow, I'm proud to be a Jew. The problem is we don't know anything about what it is to be a Jew. To us being a Jew is, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, I saw on, on, a, on a film that they sent a bunch of these uh, crazy uh, zealot, you know, Hasidim, uh, you know, waving Palestinian flags. Bunch of crazy people. What does that have to do with being a Jew? What's nothing to do with being a Jew? Okay. Hashem will help each and every one of us. Let us be blessed and zocha to live in reality. That's my blessing to everybody here. Even if reality sometimes is hard to handle, even though sometimes it's hard to know the truth, but I'd rather know the truth than be in pain knowing the truth and living your entire life like a cat in a dumpster. Like a cat in a dumpster, yeah, he's got his food, he's got his stuff. Uh, I want more than that. We all want more than that. And we're all put on this world for much more than that. And don't worry about your past. Your past is insignificant. It doesn't matter what you've done yesterday, a week ago. I'm telling you, it makes zero difference. Makes zero difference. What matters is how you live today. That's what makes a difference. What makes a difference is 11 o'clock in the morning, Tuesday morning, because that's all we got. All we got is today, because it's already tomorrow. I said this yesterday, and I'll say it maybe tomorrow as well. It's already tomorrow, because today is already yesterday's tomorrow. So when, when, when is gonna be your tomorrow? It's another tomorrow, another day. I'm waiting to be happy, I'm waiting. Get your first book on me. Ask somebody, how do I be happy? Ask someone, how do I live the life that I want to live? Ask somebody. Ask someone who looks happy. Ask someone who, who is really living a happy life, a good life. Ask them, what do I do? How do I have good relationships? How do I get up early? How do I stop doing stupid things? You think you're the first person to ask that question? How do I stop giving in to my desires? I, I, I've... I've, I've I've, uh, unfortunately, if I'm allowed to say publicly, I've, I've failed many times. I've asked my, my rebame, I've asked my friends to help me in certain things. You gotta ask for help. You gotta ask for help. If you're not asking for help, right? Mayor, Mayor Mattel said such an unbelievable line the other day. He said the difference, get into it now, the difference between white knuckling and accepting. It's unbelievable. White people who white knuckle, everyone knows what, what white knuckle means. You deal with it. You 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 deal with it. Are are very alone. They're very very alone. Don't be alone. Don't be alone. You don't have to work through your problems alone. We all have problems. You be happy that you have problems. When you're dead, you have. I mean, you have different problems. I think when you're dead, but I'm saying you don't have problems. There's nothing, you're not doing anything. You're dead. You're alive, you have problems. There's nothing wrong with having problems. Don't be alone. Because when you're alone, when you're alone, someone put that on the chat. What was that line? 
When you're alone, when we're this, we crumble. What was that line? Someone saw it? Oh, my phone just died. What, 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 I, it was a chat, it's fine. It was a line like, if you're alone, you're going to crumble. Don't stand alone. Don't worry about being alone. You know where you want to be alone? Do, do what you want to live. Live the life that you want to live. That, in that way, don't ask anybody. Live the life you want to, don't, don't give in to peer pressure. You want to not worry about other people, don't give in. But when it comes to your stuff that you got inside that you're hurting, don't suffer alone. Reach out to somebody. Speak to people. Speak to someone. Speak to your friends. Speak to Baruch Hashem. Here I'm proud we're going to do more groups in this yeshiva. I'm proud. We're going to have more groups of, of addictions and more groups of anxiety and more groups of talking and talking and talking. I'm proud to say that. I'm proud to say we're working towards more reality. More, right? The bumper sticker, the sticker of our yeshiva says living in reality since 2016. And you know what? Every year we're going to live more in reality. More in reality. And if you're, if you're on your phone all day, if you're still you know, doing certain things, then you're running away from reality. It's a fact. It's a fact. You're running away from reality. And our job together, collectively, is to work on running towards reality. Let's be zocha to that. Each and every one of us have a wonderful day, everybody. Nobody wants me to charge.